Yep, this is Caesar Walker of the Cool Calm Collected One, and I'm joined by Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. With our powers combined, we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well-articulated nonsense. <laughs> I don't know why we even practice. I don't even know why we practice. Uh, I want to we thank- talk about practice. <laughs> Clearly, and you're not the answer. <laughs> no, we want to thank everyone. <laughs> we, want to, we want to thank everyone for tuning in to our latest episode. Uh, listen, man, Gat and I are just two professionals, two black husbands, fathers, uh, whoa, the whole nine whoa. with an opinion. Whether you think our opinion is trash or you agree with it, we're talking about stuff that I think that you're already discussing. And we want to thank you guys for tuning in and checking into us. And if you like this banter, if you enjoy this banter, hold that gat, hold it. If you enjoy this banter, we want you to subscribe and follow us on whatever streaming platforms that you're listening to us on, uh, be it Apple, Spotify, or SoundCloud, just to name a few. We also have a call of action for you to actually follow us on our social media platforms. We actually have a website that lists all of those. Gat, would you please do me the honor of giving them the website? TheTippingPoint.com. That's T-H-A, TippingPoint.com. And with that, let's get this started. What number is this, Walker? I don't even know anymore. Me neither. I want to say 65. I want to say that, but you, I mean, you know. Last month I got checked on that, so I don't. don't I don't know even know. Count. You don't know how to count. These are facts too, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> how are you, uh, Walker? I'm doing well. Okay. And what else? <laughs> oh, I didn't see you sitting over there, Walker. How are you, dude? How was your weekend? <laughs> and where where the heck have you been, dude? I've been I've been here all by myself. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up uh, For our listeners We apologize for missing out on the last week We need A studio I think oh we need God. we need a studio If you're listening right now And you're in the Birmingham area Please help reach out to us Help, help us out man studio. We need we, You know the Rudio has been great Never despise small beginnings The it's Rudio will always Have a place in our hearts That 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 We've combined the word room because we are in a little small room um, and studio together. Um, we call it our rudio. But yeah, we're we're actually recording in a in a dental practice. Right. In a dental office. And uh, we just need a studio. And I went out of town last week on a Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday today. Um, a week ago, I flew out for business. Yeah. And we tried to make it work on Saturday, but uh, the studio or the Rudio was actually being uh, occupied right. uh, for its intended purpose. Correct. So we couldn't record. So here we are. Uh, my week was good. Work has been good. I think the last time we talked, the last time we talked, I had a presentation to do. Yeah. That do went tell. well. Okay. That well, went very well. Walker, we knew that. Yeah. Just tell us um, what happened after the fact. <laughs> no, it, it got it got positive feedback. Good. Um, made connections. Um, on a project, when you're working on a project, man, building relationships is pivotal. Yes. And so I'm starting to do that with the group that I'm working with. And so it was it was really good from that standpoint. Okay. This week I traveled to LA. Okay. And um that was cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. <laughs> so, How was that? 
there's a lot of cheese and corn in it. No, it's is LA was LA was good. Um LA was good. Uh the project went well. Okay. Um so I was happy about that. This was actually helping out with my old position. We kind of talked before we went live about some things that's happened on my job with some yeah. people being yeah. So that's how I got yeah. roped back into that. Right. Um but that went well. Shout As a matter of the West Coast homies. <laughs> and the ones who are no longer here. Um yeah, so no, it went it went very well. Um, actually, made a good impression, even in that regard. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's work is going really well for me. Let Let me ask you something, Walker. Ask away. The last time that I recall that you, at least you told me you went to L.A. because you don't tell me all the details. Do you went to a denim shop? Yes. Did you return there this past trip? No, it okay. wasn't that kind of trip. Gotcha. It wasn't that kind okay. of trip because oftentimes when I do stuff like that. It's I have over the like the entire weekend uh, and I usually am able to carve out time to do those things. Gotcha. I flew in on a Sunday afternoon and it was just work, work, work from okay. that point on. Because you're responsible. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just didn't get an opportunity. Like I never left the area of town. I was I was in the Burbank area. OK, so I never got a chance to leave that side of town to go many places. Gotcha. And if I did go, I was with the team. You know oh, I mean? yeah. So oftentimes when I travel, I'm by myself. So yeah. it's easier for me to get away like that. Yeah. But yeah, I just didn't have that luxury. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I do want to let you know this though. Um, I have finally um tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Walker, get out of here. I dude. finally tried it. Without uh, me? With well, I was on a layover, dude. I was on a layover and what does that have to do with anything? Did you just want did you want me to call you and tell you to get to a Popeye's? Uh, restaurant ASAP. What do, you, what do you think this whole thing's about, Walker? But you were out of town yourself. Yeah, you're right. So I how could you've done? How could we've no done Popeyes that? Popeyes down there. Yeah. I'm saying you were out of town. You wouldn't. That have, was sarcasm, Walker. You would have answered me anyway. You don't answer me when you're at work. You don't. No, you don't. Et tu brute? No, you don't answer me when you're at work. Anyway, this isn't about me. Go you're too ahead, busy Walker. being the token black. You got you got things to do. <laughs> More on that in a minute. <laughs> it's so funny you bring that up. It is so. Let's funny go you bring ahead. That up. No, but what I will no, say I about hear the, about the sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. Um, it's good. Okay. It's good. Did you go to the spicy joint, dude? There's another one. Oh. Okay. There's another one. I see what you did there. Okay. No, dude. Like, no, it, it was, it was actually, I put it this way. I didn't regret getting it. Wow. I did not regret getting it. It's okay. pretty good. However, if we're going to do the whole comparison thing, I still got to give the edge to Chick-fil-A. Really? I still have to give the edge to Chick-fil-A. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you a really pivotal question right now. Go for it. Considering what you just said. After having tried the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich and the Popeye's chicken sandwich, would you return to Popeye's to get another chicken sandwich? I could. I would. Okay. I okay. would. That's what I'm saying. I didn't regret getting it. Okay. I okay. didn't regret getting it. So to me, that's high praise. Because oftentimes you try something and you were like, I, as much as I don't eat fast food, it's it's easy. I easily have regret getting it when I get fast food from yeah. certain places. I didn't regret it. Okay. So that's to me that's that says a lot about about your offering there. Yeah. So to me, like I no, it's good. Don't okay. get don't get it twisted. It's good. Okay. But if I had to if I had to compare the two, I actually if I had to choose one of over the other, I would probably choose Chick-fil-A's. Okay. Yeah. 
Now on Sundays And I need a chicken sandwich I know where to go You want to pop Yeah, yeah. Okay yeah. So yeah man That's what's up You man. should try it and, I, I would and, like to hear I, your opinion too I want to And, it, and I, I was actually talking to my wife about this The week before last And it's just like Here it is now It's widely available I can go down I can go down there and get it mm-hmm. And probably not even wait on it for nope. real Nope And I don't even want it anymore it's just, I guess it's the hype beast within me I guess so. Well, mm-hmm. for me, it was just I got I was just I was just over it. Yeah, I was over it. It worked out because I had a layover, and it was one of those layovers where I was basically on the same plane that I flew oh. into my layover on. Yeah. So sometimes you can just stay on the plane Who does if you want that? to. I know I got off and I had like 20, 25 minutes, and I was like, "What can I?" They have a Popeyes here. Gotcha. Let me try. So that's how that worked out. Okay. Yeah. That's what's no, up. But man. no, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I was pleased with it. It was okay. good. Cool. So, yeah, well, I'll try it eventually. So. Um, speaking of being a token black, uh, what's good with you, sir? <laughs> Walker, I'm so glad you asked, man. Um, you know I don't usually contribute much when you ask me that, so um, <laughs> I'll continue on that same spirit. Um, Walker, been doing well. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off by talking about uh, my boy YG. What do YG do? Um, so you uh, you know, I coach his basketball team for new listeners. Isn't he a token on his team? He is. All right, token. Really, Walker? What? Like father, like son? What's wrong? What I do? And I've come. I've come to the game, Don't and I observed. That, that was him. I don't know. What I you're observed about. him being the token. How else would I've known if I didn't show up? I don't know why you're being so defensive. My son just asked a question for you, and I showed up. I'm not. You talk to him. He doesn't don't, have any more games. This. He doesn't have any more games. True. Anyway, um, not. I guess whatever weekend that was, we didn't record. They had three games in two days. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna I'm setting the stage for you. Um, why? Why am I setting the stage? No, why did I have three games in two um, days? Because one of the games, one of the games got canceled because of weather or something like that. Okay, and they just tacked it on to the end of the season. Mm. So uh, check this out, Walker. On Saturday, the game, the team we played haven't hasn't won a game all year, right? Um, which which get, makes me nervous because you know how we do with uh-huh. we usually end up serving as the first win for the teams like that. So um, I, I'll be honest with you, Walker. I, so going where's in, a, where's the confidence, Coach? <laughs> going into that weekend, I was like, man, if we win one of these three games, it would be a success. But Walker, oh wait a minute! I know my wait team. a minute! I know my team, Walker. You lose to you lose to the to, to the kindergarten team, and now just all, all faith, confidence, all is faith gone. abandoned, all faith abandoned. So, um, <laughs> I just it, and it, it the morale is that bad. How do you lose? Did they the show kid? up to practice the, the following week? That we actually we actually had three three nights of practice that week. And okay. you, you know, did crazy. you show up? I did. Okay. You know, we we normally practice on Mondays, and then um, I had gotten emails from a few of the parents asking if we could have more practices that week, seeing it, seeing as we had three games the upcoming weekend. So I was like, oh, well, if the parents are on board, yeah, yeah, I'll get access to the gym, and we'll practice like crazy. So uh, yeah, we had three practices, essentially a practice per game, and um, I, I noticed each practice that week. The guys got progressively better. Who would have known that practice makes perfect? Or yeah, I don't even know. It. Is that even the same? No, uh, no, not okay. here. Right. So um, anyway, going to that first game, I was really nervous. It's like, man, these these guys haven't won a game. I know what we do against teams like this. Um, long story short, uh, we end up beating the, that first team by about six or seven points. 
and honestly it wasn't it wasn't even supposed to be that close but we were we, we got 11 guys so we were literally at a point in the fourth quarter to where we benched our starters but we but were, I thought y'all always do that don't y'all like do we completely do, we different do, rotations we, based on quarter yeah but the way we set this game up was notice, notice I will only know that if I showed up <laughs> listeners we 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 went with a different strategy to where we would have our starters uh, play most of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So we put, I don't want to call them scrubs. We put our scrubs in to start the game and it was ugly, but our starters came in the second quarter and then just took over and they clicked. I mean, they were playing an amazing brand of basketball. And then we, um, we went with the scrubs again, beginning of the third. third. Okay. And we put our starters back in halfway through the third and uh. got up by as much as 13. So, um, so then coming to the fourth quarter, I was just like, look, <laughs> if, if these guys get within five, I'll call a timeout and put the dogs back in, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, but until that we're letting these other six guys just, we're just going to rotate within these six. Okay. And they all had a blast. A kid who couldn't, who uh, there's a kid on our team that he shortest kid on the team, but he's probably made a total of three shots across all of our practices all season. He made a shot in this game Walker and I almost lost it emotionally. Like I was, I was genuinely fighting back the Hold tears. On. I was so proud. Wait a minute, you almost lost it. <laughs> I've seen you coach, <laughs> but I mean, at this point, I, I don't have to give as much energy because the game's decided, right? So, and that that sounds kind of bad, but again, I got two games the following day. Primary concern number one is keeping what little I have left of my voice. Okay. So I wasn't going as hard. I was really just encouraging the guys that were on the court. But anyway, so we ended up winning that. The guys were in re- very good spirits. You know, we met afterwards like, look, guys, we got two more games tomorrow. The first game of those two is against a team that beat us by 16 points early in the season. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. Guys. That was the second yeah. team. The second yeah. team you played. Yes. Okay. So um, you're super nervous about that game. So, man, we get there the following day. All the guys are jacked up, and um, one of one of the kids, one, he, he's probably, if I had to rank, he's probably like our third best player. He comes up to me and says, Coach, we're not losing to these guys again. I said, okay. I said, that's how you feel? He said, no, we're not losing to these guys again. These six-year-old kids, Walker. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, I got one guy who's down for the calls. Let me see what else we got. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so uh, one thing about my son, it's so weird. It's kind of, it kind of reminds me of my golf game. When he's practicing, <laughs> no, that's not the right. That's not even the right clip. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> well played though. Uh, when he's warming up, if his shots are not falling in warm up, he's going to be on during the game. Mm. If his shots are falling in the warm up, he's not going to be on during the, the game. The game you went to, mm-hmm. he was hitting everything in warm ups. Uh, everything. Uh, I don't know if you got there in time to see him warm up. I didn't see. The okay, um, but yeah, so. So uh, YG was shooting in warm-ups and he was just clanking. He was getting swarmed in that game too. He, was. he I, didn't have an opportunity to really I, shoot. I felt like they game planned for him, yeah. which is kind of weird for yeah. six-year-olds. But um, but anyway, he was clanking everything in the warm-up and I was like, okay, we may actually have a shot at these guys. <laughs> so, um, man, dude, we we opened the game on an 8-0 run. Nice. <laughs> nice. Walker, I'm losing it. My, my boy is just like, He's like, man, forget everything. When I get it, I'm going to get to my spot and I'm going to launch it. And that's exactly what he did. He had six of those eight. Nice. This is in the first quarter. Nice. So um, everybody's on. Everybody's just, and I'm losing my mind like I normally do. 
So one thing I told YG before the game, because I want him to be more confident in the shots. Mm -hmm. I said, and I may have said this on here, but I said, dude, if you shoot it, if you shoot it five times, I don't care if you make it or miss them. If you shoot at least five times, we're going to target. And what that means is we're going to get a toy of your ah, choice. So, nice. So um, that got his attention. That's all the battery he needed, right? Yes. That 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 like hit a switch for him. So um, he got a three of those five in the first quarter. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, and if you're doing, if you're keeping score at home, that means he hit every shot that he put up of, of the three shots he put up in the first quarter. He was on. Um, so anyway, do we end up beating these guys? I think we end up beating them by eight points. Wow. Yeah. So just like these guys are jacked. What was right? that team's? Did you know that team's record? They um, coming into that game, they had two losses. Wow. So we gave them their third loss. Wow. Right? So Walker, here we are, game two. We've won two of our three games of the weekend now again my barometer is one game for success we've already like did you know what game that was that you wanted to win or was no no it, i was just like any of them because any of them i'll be honest i'll be honest i didn't think we were gonna win against that team that beat us by 16 points it's about he's a 14 or 16 point mm -hmm. i and i hate to say this but i'm just being honest right here i did not see us winning that game i did not um because they just have one kid on their team that's super talented and they Everything revolves around him, mm -hmm. but we did a good job of taking him out. I think the guys kind of remembered once the game started, we did a super great job of taking him out of the game and letting other guys beat him, mm -hmm. beat us, which they, which didn't happen. Right. So um, we ended up getting him frustrated and get, got him in foul trouble early. It was incredible. So uh, <laughs> I'm sounding like a coach for real. Uh, <laughs> so on to the third game, the guys had the hour uh, between the end of that game and the third and final game of the season. And um, the parents were so good. They came in and gave them Gatorade and candy to keep them jacked. Uh -huh. And dude, <laughs> from the tip of that third and final game of the season, these boys unleashed. And I was concerned about how tired they'd be because it would have been their second game of the day. Uh -huh. Man, these boys went on a tear. We got up 10 nothing, Walker. Really? In that third game. And I'm like, who are these guys? Dude, we defended to perfection. Nice. I'm talking about we were aggressive, but we weren't fouling. Screen we're emotional. Probably. Yes. Yeah. I was going to get to that. So, so we ended the season on the three game win streak, Walker. Mm -hmm. So I'm as the as the seconds are ticking away in the fourth quarter, game well in hand. I'm looking at the scoreboard and I look back at my players, and yeah, the tears start coming. I'm just like, I don't know if this is a fluke weekend or what, but I just feel like everything is starting to click now. I hate that it happened at the end of the season, but whatever. Dude, I gave the one of the most riveting speeches at the end of that game that I've ever given in my life. Remember what you said? No, not really. Okay. But okay, it's just gotta be in the moment. Yeah. And I was in the moment and the words were just flowing. Gotcha. And um the kids didn't care. <laughs> and the candy, kids were the kids candy, were, get it right. Right. The yeah. kids were asking, why is Coach G crying? You know, like they thought something was wrong. Uh, and I was just like, man, the Hopefully one day you guys the parents understand though, it. Pretty sure though. Yeah, oh, the parents were the parents were really jacked. So um, proud of my guys, man. End of the season, three game, three game winning streak. Yes, we went to Target after that. Uh <laughs> um, so are you uh, coaching baseball or uh... I'm not. Why? YG has no interest in playing baseball. Really? Yeah, he's so done. Huh? He's done with uh, baseball. He's just, he's locked in on basketball. I want him to do something else, but I just don't know whether, whether I need to push that. Or not, or just because I, I battle thoughts of just like throwing him in something and just see what happens. Mm -hmm. But the thing, the thing with baseball was he tried it last year, 
He gave it the whole season. I don't know if he liked I never asked if he liked it or not, but he gave it the whole season. And that's all I could really ask. But when it was time to register him again for this year, mm-hmm. you know, I sat down with him and asked him. He said, no, no, daddy, I don't want to play. And I was like, well, what do you want to do? He said, I won't play basketball. So I want him to play more things than basketball, obviously. But um, but anyway, for now, we're going to find another, I guess, spring, summer sport for him. I don't know what that's going to be. So anyway, shout, shout out to the squad. Um, they, they extended my contract to next season, so I'll be coaching the second grade team. Um, and I, I, I want to get started now. <laughs> but anyway, um, also, Walker, dang, it, I'm talking a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> this past week, like you, I was on a business trip as well. Uh, my my uh, profession took me to Fort Walton Beach, Florida, and uh, for training and I guess business planning, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, but Walker, I, I'm not going to bore you with details about the professional side of the trip. I'm going to bore you with the rest of the trip. Can I paint a narrative for you or a visual? Go for it. All right. You're looking at me. So, you know that I'm a six foot three, very large black male, right? Um, Very large. Okay. Large black male. Right. So bald head, um, patchy, but somewhat, somewhat present beard. Uh, (laughs) More than mine. (laughs) Uh, So accompanying me on this trip was... um, a 72 year old woman. Yeah, I knew you were gonna like this Walker. A 72 year old woman, a 64 year old man, and an newly turned- White, white male? Of course. You know, you gotta let them know. This is not, you know. <laughs> a, a just turned 80 year old male. Stop. I'm, I kid you not. It. Walker, Walker. <laughs> so stop. So we we ride to Fort Walton Beach this, together. This finna be some, I don't even curse. <laughs> this finna be some, go ahead. I would just get to it. All right. So um, the 80 year old guy, he asked me, we, we were, we were talking about all kinds of random stuff, but the 80 year old guy looks in the rear view and asked me, he says, you ain't ever been discriminated against, have you? See, see, I knew there's gonna be some BS. I knew there's gonna be some BS. I know. I know. So, I, so I started feeling it, Walker, and I had my AirPods in. This I, pisses I, me off too, cause like, <laughs> like they just know to do this with you. But but here, here's the thing, Walker. Here's the thing, cause cause I I, I analyze this. Think about it, guy. This dude had just turned eighty. So imagine, imagine the the times he was in during his youth and formative years. Heavy civil rights influenced, right? So he he spent more time outside of that, obviously, than in. But I think a lot I think a lot of his I think a lot of that <laughs> these, has, these new niggers don't know oppression. Let me ask him about <laughs> I mean God. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 to be fair, and to be fair, <laughs> we were talking about other stuff, and the and the I show D, you struggle, and the D word discrimination came up, and that's what prompted him to ask me that, and so I kept it a hundred with him, you know. Um, even at this time, we were near Andalusia, and there's nothing much down there, but sticks. Yeah, and not very not very good cell phone coverage for that matter, and I was thinking, okay. Yeah. Got this color right where we want them. <laughs> right? They could kick me out here and it would not be good for me. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Don't really care. Um, so I told him, I was like, man, 
I was like, actually I have. I said, I feel like I'm discriminated against quite often. And so he kind of squints his eyes, looks in the rear view again. He says, what do you mean? <laughs> so I gave him an example of, um, of a situation that happened at a place of employment that I'd been before. And um, essentially me finding out why I wasn't uh, qualified for a position that I knew I was more than capable of doing. Mm -hmm. And it had everything to do with me not fitting the mold of what they felt needed to be placed in that position. Okay. Okay. Nothing to do with education, nothing to do with experience, but everything to do with factors that I cannot control. Hence pigment color. Okay. So um he he was he he asked a lot of questions about it and I answered them calmly. And when we we got to a point I asked him, I was like, now if you were me, how would you take that? He didn't answer. And so he returns back and he says, well, you know, if I were you, instead of getting angry about that, I would have just gone back to the drawing board, pulled myself up by the bootstraps and not given up until I was able to fit what they wanted for that particular role. I'm paraphrasing his words. This dude, this dude, was, this dude was born in Coleman, Alabama. So you can imagine the dialect. Um, so I was like, well, that, that's interesting to note. And, um, I do, I do hear what you're saying and I appreciate what you're saying, but I said, I would have still been there now. And I'd probably been there a long time if I was trying to change my skin color to fit what they ideally wanted for that position. He did not like that answer, but I felt like I need to be blunt with him and not talk around, you know, <laughs> what the issue really was. Right. And, um, he was like, well, that he said, he said, um, well, let's see, that's it. You know, everybody thinks that if they, if they don't necessarily get something, they automatically go to that. And I asked him, I said, does everybody think that? <laughs> or does everybody black think that the lady in the car sitting in the front seat, she turns back to me, her face is red. And I was just like, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, if that was an offensive question, please forgive me. I was like, but I'm genuinely curious on what everybody means. And he says, well, I mean, what was your education? <laughs> well, degree, I mean, care two degrees, <laughs> much more. Uh, and actually the guy who ended up getting the position was not even collegiate or college educated. Mm. So just like, so, okay, what else you got? Well, how long you been there? I was like, oh, at the time I'd probably been there about 11, 10, 11 years. You, you, you're familiar with this company. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, um, oh, I mean, what, what were you doing to, to sharpen your, what do you say? Sharpen your, sharpen your sword or something like that. He gave me some Franklin Covey, seven habits of highly effective people BS. And I was like, oh, well, well, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I, at that time I had completed all the training that the company provided and I was even highly involved in some auxiliary, auxiliary, auxiliary 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 whatever whatever it is auxiliary um functions that the company uh provided to help those be more suitable for a change in career change in position he said okay he said well well it, it had to be something else and i was like you and i agree agree 100 percent on that <laughs> but he, he's not seeing where i'm going <laughs> right Right. Uh, so, so, so he asked me, he said, do you think, do you think it's fair to automatically assume it was skin color? And I was like, well, when I look at the guy, they end up getting the position. It's really all I had. It's, it was, you know, it's really all I had to, I had left 
in me thinking about why I wasn't considered or even, you know, uh, accepted for that position. And so, um, you know, he ends up, he, he then takes me back down memory lane and he starts telling me about what discrimination is. And, um, he, he says his family was involved in the traveling circus at the time. Don't laugh at that Walker. <laughs> and he said, you haven't seen discrimination. You can't tell me not to laugh and then you laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll do all the laughing here. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so he then goes on to tell me what discrimination really is. He, he dis describes uh, loosely about his family growing up in the traveling circus business. And he says to me, he says, Ronnie, you had, excuse me, you ain't seen discrimination until you've seen it on the travel circus circuit. Mm. He said, you've been to a circus before, Ronnie? <laughs> yeah, I'm in one right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah, I've been, I've been in one. He said, you know how you go to the circus and you got the pigs over there doing their thing. You got the elephants. You got, you know, different animals doing different things. And I said, yeah. And he said, what you don't realize is each one of those animals represents a different group of people. Like, oh, we going here? I didn't say that. I was like, okay. He was like, he was like, you got people who come up in the circus who only know how to do stuff with pigs. Keep digging your <laughs> grave. You got people that come up in the circus who only know how to deal with elephants. You got people in the circus that only know how to deal with tigers or whatever. You got people in the circus that only know how to deal with walking the trapeze. He said, but what, what people don't see when they go to the circus is when the curtains close behind the scenes, each group of those people have issues with each other uh -huh. over the most petty thing. But he said, the only thing is each of them feels like they need to be the star of the circus. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm having a hard time understanding this. And he was, he, he said, now, Ronnie, these are all white people. I'm just, I just want to say that these are all white people. So, okay. He said, but they discriminated against each other based on I'm, I'm a lion trainer. You're a pig trainer. So where did this conversation go? I, I told him, I said, man, I'm not following. <laughs> I said, I, I'm not following how that translates with what happened to me on the job that I that I explained to you. Can you tell the listeners how I'm looking? Yeah. Oh, I can, I can just give them a... This is exactly how Walker's looking right now. So um, we, start, we start getting to a stalemate. And the other gentleman with us intervenes and says, hey, how about we talk about something else? I mean, just kind of <laughs> just break that up because it, it just got weird, right? And uh, I was left with a lot of questions. So, so Walker, mind you, this, this is the group. This is like anything that, to get off this. Yeah. Hey, well, this how, how group, about religion? This right. <laughs> anything how other than sports, for goodness sake. <laughs> just something, just yeah. But this is the group that I that I traveled with, right? And so I got to be with them Monday, Tuesday, and this Wednesday. is day one. This is day. This is on the drive down there Monday morning, early Monday morning. Yeah. It's going to be a long week for this guy, Walker. And Walker, this is going to, I don't want to, I don't want you to think that I'm an ageist or that I practice ageism because I do not. Um, 
But I couldn't help to think about the visual that people got when we went to dinner that night. So we went to this oyster oyster bar, right? I don't eat oysters. Me neither. <laughs> I've tried them, but I don't eat oysters. And so, again, guy driving the car is 80 years old. He has a walking cane. So naturally we pull up in the handicap spot right in front of the restaurant. So he gets out of the car, he gets his cane, and he's slowly moseying up to the restaurant. 70 year old lady, she just got her knee replaced. So she got a cane. She mosey on right behind So her. all their social security is just trash. Oh my goodness, dude. 60, 63, 64 year old guy just got his shoulder replaced. And then you got me. <laughs> A bounding vessel of vitality. <laughs> Black vitality. Black vitality. <laughs> Which may make for a good uh, title, by the way. Hey, there you go. Um, it, it, I'm with this crew. And, I, it, and yeah, yeah, Walker. There are no black people there. None. And I just can't help but think, I wonder what everybody else is thinking and seeing the four of us together come here together and dine in this establishment. Three elderly white people and a black guy walk into a bar. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> well Yeah, but I'll just I'll just like, uh, so anyway, let me get to the fun part. Oh uh, wait. <laughs> yeah. So Walker, uh <laughs> Wednesday. I think it was yeah it was Wednesday easy Tuesday or Wednesday um our our training sessions wrapped at four o'clock right yeah and so each day as soon as the training sessions wrapped guess what my crew wanted to do what go and eat okay eat supper at five at four thirty <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the first night I'm kind of like the sun, the sun is still alive. So hilarious. I, I on you got to be in bed by seven thirty. And that's I'm what, gonna need you to show respect. That's what I ended up realizing because I ask questions. I just like I don't understand this. Like I usually don't eat before seven, but help me to. I don't mind eating, but help me to understand. So anyway, I had them old people going to bed with food <laughs> deep in their tummy, can't even sleep. <laughs> So Wednesday, Wednesday, we so go, rude. we go to eat dinner and, uh, we're do, we are like pulling up to the hotel at six o'clock. And so I get back to my room, I call check in, you know, just, you know, I want to, I want to hear from my wife I hear from my boys and all that, uh, end up wrapping all that up. It's about seven 15 and I'm like, dang, I know, I know some snacks, right? I know that I like to go to bed early and and wake up early for that matter. But this is really early. So what do I do, Walker? <laughs> I take it to Facebook <laughs> and I search, uh, I think I, th I think I search clubs, social clubs in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Okay. Cause at this point, Walker. You need a friend? I, not, not only do I need a friend, <laughs> I need black people. Okay. Like it's because because at this point I've I've heard all the country music I want to hear. I've heard more about Conway Twitty than I ever would want to imagine I would hear. I'm no not asking who that is. Okay, going. nothing against Conway, um, but it's just like I need culture and I need it in abundance. 
So I found this nightclub <laughs> in Fort Walton Beach. You went to a nightclub? I went to a nightclub, Walker. I, I, I wasn't going there with the intent to kick it. I was just going there to be in close quarters with black people. Okay. Well, thank God for photos on Facebook. <laughs> you forgot what they look like? Well, no, 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 no. I, the first three I had to dismiss because the photos didn't support the type of uh, establishment I wanted to attend. Fair enough. <laughs> so um, I find one and I Uber there. And dude, I get in there by myself, which is something I've never done, but this is how much I was thirsting for culture. Um, and I get in there, I post up at the bar and I meet this guy, right? And we are talking, I'm telling him about my week and I'm telling him about everything I'm dealing with. And I was like, dude, I'm happy you're here, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> because this is what I need with my Vineyard Vine shirt on. <laughs> Feeling all Carlton Banksy. <laughs> but no, it was cool, man. It was cool. Like, you know, I, I, I sipped on a drink. I danced a little bit. And I was just like, yes, but it was crazy because Walker, I needed that to survive the rest of the week down there for sanity, for sanity. That's bad. Because, dude, even in training, there wasn't even another minority. That's bad. Yeah, that's bad. But it, but Walker, it was so refreshing. It was so refreshing. So you went, you went down to to Fort Walton. Was it Fort, Fort, Fort Walton? <laughs> Basically by Destin, yeah, yeah, and and went to a club. Uh, how was the club? The club was jumping, <laughs> jumping, really. Um, I'm showing my age here. What track is it? it? It's it's off the dream, the dream Dreamville project with the baby. They got a track, okay, yeah, dude. I've heard this track dozens of times, but hearing it in a club walker and feeling it. Oh no. Oh no. You oh no. I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't trust you in your emotions. You really I bet you look so much like Carlton. <laughs> no lies told there, Walker. Yes. I you hit, look like the new Chris Paul. Yes. I hit the floor. <laughs> I brought my two step, but I was so I was just like, yes, Lord. <sighs> Thirsting for culture. So you got back when Thursday? I got back late Thursday night. Uh, wow! So yeah, great trip, huh? Great trip. Oh, anything else you want to get off your chest, buddy? Uh, I think that's it. Did you watch the Wilder fight last night? That's discussed or trash. Okay, related. Cool. Um, before we get into uh, Dort, uh, let's. I want to do some some RIPs. Uh, I want to. Say R.I.P. to Janet. I don't know if I'm Jeanette or Janet uh, Dubois. Dubois. Uh, known affectionately as Willona Woods from the ever so popular show Good Times. She passed this past week. Uh, Very accomplished, vibrant woman. I mean, I remember her on the show. I mean, we got Janet Jackson as a result yeah. of, of of her, right? I mean, just on the show and seeing Janet Jackson acting. She passed? Did you know? Yes, I think she was 74. Too young. Oh, By the word. way, I know there are a lot of people who we would love to have lived to be 74, but I still feel that that's too young, especially for someone as vibrant as her. Yeah. Um, I don't have the details on, on cause night. of death or whatever. But did you know she actually did the song to... Uh, 
The Jeffersons moving on up. She like sang it. Sang it. Yes. No way. Talented woman. Talent. I mean, because if you remember, like whoever was singing that was going in. Yeah. That was her. That was her. And it's a song that. Yeah. You can walk into just about every living room and sing and get at least one person to jump in. Pretty much. So yes, talented, talented wow. woman. Um, our condolences to her family. She will be. She will be missed. Well, we will always appreciate her for her contributions. And uh, yeah. Um, the second person that I want to say R.I.P. to is a rapper by the name of Pop Smoke, who was actually murdered in a home invasion out in California this past week. Yeah. Um, very sad to hear this. And I already was ready to hit the reset button on 2020 when Kobe passed a few weeks ago. Um, I'm really searching for it now. Like, you know, of course, there's not a year that's going to go by where we lose someone that we just were not ready to lose. Right. Um, it's just sad to see stuff like this. Uh, and and I, as of yesterday, I didn't hear that they had made any arrest or anything I was just in regards to that, that case. Yeah. Um, so his killers are still at large, Good which night. is frustrating um, <coughs> because I know somebody knows something. Right. 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 Um, but a very popular. Uh, well, I want to say popular. He was he was beginning to make was, a name he for. He was him. on the come up. Yeah, he was definitely on the come up, and I liked I, I liked his gritty sound. Um, but he just just a new artist, new rapper, and gone too soon, man. Wow, gone way too soon. How old was he again? Twenty. Good lord. Twenty. Yeah. So he was ninety nine, almost two thousand. Yeah. So. Uh yeah, so our condolences uh to to the families of those that we lost this past week and RIP to those people. Didn't know yeah. if you had anything else there, man. Nope. Um, let's get into discuss or trash or no, what we like to no, call. No, what no, you know how I like to open this now. What? Let's get dirty. <laughs> you didn't even <laughs> your intros. You know what? Practice on your intros. I'm rusty. I've been off a week, Walker. Give me a break. Practice. I've been culturally challenged. Negro, we go week <laughs> after week and you still fumble it. What does that have to do with anything? I can't believe we talk about practice. <laughs> <laughs> no, discuss or trash. Um, I'm going to throw You want me to go first? Of course. I mean, you've done the, all the talking at this point. You might as well continue on. I know, right? <laughs> um, Fury. Tyson Fury defeats Wilder last night. That was at the, the, the top of my list, and you mentioned it. Sorry. Just a few minutes. No, it's okay. Let's discuss this. All right. Now, I'll be honest, Walker. I've only consumed a cumulative three and a half minutes of highlights of this fight. I haven't seen any of it. What okay. did you see? Tell us Tell us what you saw. Um, I saw a lot of stuff that I wouldn't want my kids to see. <laughs> You know, I'm not I'm not into the sweet science of pugilism, like a lot of people like to say. One of your friends was going to ask you, "What did you just say?" I'm not a boxing guy, okay. like you know. I watch socially, which is why I didn't pay the 85 bucks to watch it last night. When was the last time you paid for a fight, any like ever? Which is my point. Why even throw that out? Like, well, I want the listeners who don't know me to know where I stand on this, so you can you can come to your own conclusion about how you feel about my opinions on it. But um, one of the things that I feel like has been an Achilles heel for Deontay Wilder was his lack of boxing technique. He okay. seems to be pretty wild, pun intended. Um, 
But I feel like Fury took full advantage of that. Right. And in some of the highlights I saw, I saw Wilder throwing punches just, I mean, just like out of control and Fury calmly kind of anticipating them and waiting for Wilder to leave himself open and then attacking accurately. Mm -hmm. Fury's punches weren't the hardest, but they were tactful in that they hit Wilder in the right places, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Wilder Wilder hit the mat twice right? before his team threw the towel in, right? Over the course of the seven rounds it went. Um, I just think this is this is a tale of two boxers who know each other. They're no, I, I don't think they're, I don't think they're uh, strangers in that regard. No, I mean, this is a second fight between yeah, them. They, 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 know, should know, they, they, know, should, they should know each other. They know what each other's gonna do. <clears throat> But I think the advantage that Fury had is he knew Deontay Wilder wasn't going to be wasn't going to be tactful in his in his uh, attack, if you will. What? He took full advantage of that. Now, again, this is all based on the three and a half minutes of highlights that I would that I've seen. From what I've seen of Wilder in the, fa in the past, Wilder is a fighter. He's a brawler. OK. Right. He's not a boxer. There you go. Right? There you go. So Fury is a boxer. Yes. And it's, it's, difficult, it's difficult for a fighter. I mean, Tyson was like this. Yeah. When you think about it. Uh, Mike Tyson. Um, it's difficult for a fighter to dictate the fight and how it goes when you meet a tactical boxer. Because they basically have the tools and the skill set to direct the fight and make you play their game. Right. And and I I was I felt I remember I don't know if I said it to you or someone I was talking to. I said if if Wilder is going to win this fight, he's going to have to learn <coughs> at the at <coughs> at the low level how to box. Right. Like I don't think he can go in just doing what he normally does and beat this guy a second time around because now he knows what you're doing. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um. And from what I've heard, it was just, it wasn't pretty. No, it wasn't. No, it, it was rough seeing Deontay get work like that. Yeah, um, it was really worse seeing his corner throw the towel into like that. That was hard to watch because mm. you could just you could just sense for Wilder like <laughs> he didn't care how many times he hit the mat. He was gonna get back up and he was gonna give it everything. He's a fighter. Yeah, he's a he's a fighter. That's what you well brawlers you say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't matter as long as your legs will work. You will stand up on the mat and you will continue to brawl. Well, but um, I, I I credit his corner. It was the right call. You and agree with the call? Yes, okay. yes. Okay. Because at the point where they threw in the towel, I feel like Fury really could have. He really could have embarrassed this guy. Like really, okay. to to Wilder's detriment, you know. So, right. um, but anyway, shout out to to Fury for winning an impressive battle. Um, think he's gonna fight him again? Sure. Sure, you, you know you, you know the the dynamic with these guys. They're 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 friends, right? Uh -huh. And um, and you you can even if you didn't know that, you can sense it in some of the pre-fight stuff. You know, they it was it was like us. You know, like I'm I'm externally I'm going at you, but deep down I really like I really care about you. Okay. I'm just giving you a lot of show. I think these guys are the same way. So in in that light, yeah, I think Fury will give him another fight. Who else is Wilder gonna fight? What's the Joshua kid? They're saying Anthony. Fury needs, yeah, Fury needs to go to Anthony Joshua now. Well, I guess he could. He could. He could. But I think if Wilder wants another one, just like just like Wilder gave Fury another fight, I think Fury Wilder do that. won the pregame intro. Oh, pre-fight intro. Oh, 
Well, no question. He won that. No least, question. Right. But I mean, Walker, for no other reason, they're one and one now. Let's get the rubber match out of the way. One and one. Yeah. No, they're not. Wait, I thought Wilder got the first one. No, they tied. Oh, that was a draw. That was a draw. So Fury was very controversial. So Fury's Fury, up, Fury's on, up on. I thought Wilder got that one. No. Okay. Okay. No. Thank you. All no. right. No, they tied. Um, let's move on. What okay. else you got, Walker? I got something very interesting and wildly controversial that I want to talk about. Okay. I, I didn't suspect you trash it, but I'm going to go go anyway with this one. You ready? Go. Okay. The Utah Senate unanimously votes to decriminalize polygamy. I ask you, Walker, discuss or trash? Mm. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <sighs> I don't want I don't want to spend too much time here, Walker, but um I'ma be <laughs> You wanna go? I'm gonna say something. Okay, go for it. So they're decriminalizing it? Polygamy? Yes. I thought they were already doing it out there. Like no, no, it's it's it and and the from a lot of the stuff I thought I've it was reading, decriminalized. No, no. <laughs> I see what I see what you did there. Yeah, okay. No, there there apparently are stiff penalties for polygamy, really? which is weird because you hear of people who are out there with it and doing it, and it's like, why aren't you going after these guys? Right, right. But apparent apparently. Um, whatever's going on politically in Utah, there's been a lot of a lot of anticipation with just getting this to be to in a certain in a similar light as the whole legalized marijuana thing. Because you, you've seen it. I mean, there, there are rappers who are who are lighting up blunts and music videos, and you're thinking, okay, cops, just go and get him, <laughs> right? But some for some kind of reason that never happens, and they just continue to do their thing, right? So, um. So anyway, we know polygamy is a huge thing in Utah. We know, you know, I'm not going to point out any group or anything, but we know it's a thing. And so the matters that be want to kind of lessen the impact socially of this. So what's kind of transpired is the bill that they voted unanimously for essentially says if someone is caught in a polygamous act by uh, by law enforcement officials, Big air quotes here. I know Walker. I know. I know it's weird, but um, similar to the marijuana laws that have kind of gone across the nation. How can you prove that unless you bust their house open? <laughs> maybe that's that. Maybe that's why we see so many cases of this going on, and we've assumed that it's been decriminalized already because you really got to get proof. Okay. Um. Th- this is this is interesting, Walker. But but stay with me here. Okay. So the bill would reduce the punishment for someone getting caught in the act of polygamy to a $750 fine. Oh, man. Oh, man. They finna be out in the open with this. Even if they choose to arrest them. Like, they're, they're, they're gonna be, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, you know, I, I first I first heard this on, uh, on uh, Sway in the Morning. Shout out to Shay45. And uh, they did a really deep dive into this. And uh, they even had a guy call in who worked for what he called a polygamous organization. I don't even know if that was a thing. But um, he talked about the power that the men at the lead that the the leading men have in these polygamous relationships i mean it's kind of like ponzi schemish if you think about no no pyramid schemish excuse me in in that 
the women who buy in and have kids by, you know, this, this one man, I guess, they essentially just grow into this undying level of service for them. Work, support the household, but not only that, but they swear to secrecy if ever the authorities are tipped off to their act. So to your point, now that, you know, they've made this unanimous decision, these, they're not side chicks, forgive me, Walker, but these multiple women can, like you said, just kind of be out in the open and do whatever, you know? Um, wow. You, you know, Walker, in thinking about this, <clears throat> we I, I've talked a little bit about my marriage on this podcast before, and it as challenging as it is, I just don't understand why a man... <laughs> would want that times six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> you know? Um I just don't I don't get that. Yeah. I, like I one, mean, I one is truly you, you enough. understand why they do it. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, you understand yeah. why they do it. But yeah, in the whole totality of it, yeah, it doesn't it's just a lot on one person. Right. Yeah. Right. I get that. Yeah. Anyway. I get that. But hey, you know, there's there's benefits to that too, right? I just don't understand like how you be, I, you know i just don't understand how you balance that many personalities oh and moods goodness. you know what i mean yeah that, that i'm like yeah yeah well uh walker super tuesday is not this coming up tuesday but the following tuesday so i uh, keep this in mind as you uh step in the ballot box <laughs> okay <laughs> um all-star weekend was a week ago we was going to, we would have talked about it but we didn't get a chance to season um, walker are we the same person what do you mean that was on my list. We're discussing this. I told you that was probably going to be some. We probably going to have some of the same things. Well, I didn't really expect for you to mean it. Oh, so you expect me to lie? Yeah. Okay. What you got for All Star Weekend, Walker? Okay, so in our house, it's a thing. I told you this on the phone. It's a thing for my son and I to watch this slam dunk contest. It's been a thing. Yeah. The past. For the past three years, really? Yeah. Okay. And and the the first I remember y'all just the, watched the dunk competition. Yeah. Um. He's not really into the three three point competition. He's not into the skills challenge or none of that. No way. Not yet. I I'll give him time. But um, the first the first time. He, it, no. Hold on. His favorite player is who? Stephen Curry. Has he seen Steph dunk? I think he has. Okay. Was he impressed? No. Okay. It, but he likes Steph. He likes Steph. So he don't like seeing guys do what Steph does really well. Like pass the ball and dribble? Continue. You talking about three-point contest? Shoot the three-point contest. Yeah, he's not crazy about that. I don't get it. I don't, okay. I don't get it. But right. I don't argue. It's just it's just a thing. This just, is what the kid wants. Uh, <laughs> the first year, I remember him being just totally glued to the TV watching the slam dunk competition. Which was trash two years ago. Yes, it was. And it led to me showing him older clips of the real slam dunk competitions with Vince Carter and company and him really getting a genuine interest in it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, I said all that to say the slam dunk competition this year, even though I felt like Aaron... Aaron Gordon got robbed. I agree. It was still pretty exciting, in my opinion. You you know what made it so exciting What's that? is that um, they were not missing their dunks. Yes, they were getting it on the first try. Oh my goodness! And I think that's what kills a lot of the the dunk competition. And, and I think they mean you just need to make a rule to where if you miss a dunk, it's over. Yeah, next. because because even if you get it, it's, it don't hit the same. 
as because we know what's coming. You could, you could. I think the element of surprise was there in the people's dunks to where it was spectacular, and they were able to successfully complete the dunk. Yes, but Walker, you're right. You can do an average dunk and miss it the first time, and do an extraordinary dunk after that and make it. It just is it. It's just weird how we just don't receive it the same. It's not the same. That is so weird. It, it's not the same. It's not the same. Jeez. You can almost get away with it that way if you miss a dunk and then do something completely different. Yeah. You can almost get it. But if I've seen what you're going to do and then you come and you come back around do and do it, it can even be impressive and difficult. But we've seen it. Like the element of surprise is gone. What kind of culture are we in? We're trash. <laughs> okay. We're trash. But um, what what do you think about the dunk? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, I agree with you. He got robbed. He got yeah. robbed. I was and he, I know he said he wasn't going to do it again, but I I was surprised he did it this time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. this was actually his third competition. I was um, shocked the second to hear that. the second time he was injured. Oh, he was actually injured the second time he tried to do it. Oh, I didn't know that. And he, I don't think he even, he, I don't think he got out of the first round, right, or something like that. But dude, the the one with him and Zach Levine. I actually thought this he was better this time around. Me too. But I, I think about that particular dunk competition. I'm like, whoa. Fam. <laughs> Those dudes were booming. Yeah, I got I got it. Listen, okay, let's 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 do this. Um, can we stop having a celebrity judge for the dunk competition? Because Chadwick Bozeman has messed it up <laughs> for celebrity celebrity judges. Like, why was he there? <laughs> Why was he there? He's got. He must have some Chicago ties. No, he's from South Carolina. I heard he is from South Carolina. Why did they get? I, that was so. It was random, and then because you could tie Chicago to everyone else, and then there's. <laughs> okay. It was weird. But you're right. He is from South Carolina. It's weird. Like what? I, I don't. It was random, and I'm still upset with Pippen and D Wade. Okay. And they gave D Wade. They gave him hell over them giving Aaron Gordon nines. Really? Yeah. They gave him. They gave Wade a hard time. Do you know who else got work? Who's that? Candace Parker. But but here's the deal. <laughs> Candace gave nines on the dunker who won. Right. But which I still her value as a judge is because what, she's, is what got attacked. Like how are you a yeah? But gotcha. What? How how are you? How are you? Who are you to judge these types of dunks? Is that where they were getting? Yeah, at? that was it. That was basically the, the you're a woman. Not, what, not that. Not that. Not even that. Because Candace Parker's dunked in games. Like we've no, no, seen no, no, that. no, no. Okay, right. But I'm saying, really, yeah. Candace. I guess. I guess that is the heart. You've gone between the legs and dunk, Candace. Right. That's what you want us to believe. But th- there was one picture I saw of Sheldon Williams. <laughs> and the caption said, "Y'all let the woman." Who chose to marry this guy? <laughs> Judge the dog. Oh. Oh. It was funny, but it stung. That is hilarious. Because we all know Walker. So when we when we found out Sheldon Williams and Candace Parker got married, we were like, hold on now. Right. Right. <laughs> right. No. Nothing, nothing against Sheldon, because I'm sure he's a great guy. Listen, but. listen, listen. The picture I saw was the picture of uh, Wilt when he scored 100. And it said at the caption, Aaron Gordon solves world hunger. And they transposed Dwayne Wade's face on it. And no. instead of 100, it said nine. <laughs> no, dude. Because, again, you jump over Taco. You should win the dunk competition. Yeah, like there should be no question. You shouldn't about get it. a nine for jumping over the. Who's jump? <laughs> I've seen people jump over jump over Shaq. Right. But Shaq is not seven foot three. No. 
Are you serious? I'm with you, Walker. Yeah, they were trash. Because when when he did that, I was like, this is over. This is over. There's nothing more to see. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, y'all, y'all got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. But anyway. But going 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 to Sunday, dude, the all-star game. I'm just gonna say this, Walker. Keep the format. Did you watch the end of that game? It was good. It was a good game. Here, here's a here's why it was good, but it, but here here's here's where you may not agree don't. with me. I don't think it's gonna stay that way long, long term. I don't think it's gonna stay that way. I love we loved it. It was a great game, but I don't think it's I don't think that's going to last long term. Because eventually, y'all playing that hard, somebody's gonna get hurt. I think a, I think a very small microcosm of my mental capacity thought about that. I mean, I mean, I'm talking and it's gonna about, be to the wrong person on the wrong team with playoff blame, aspirations. Everybody that who can, ever came with that format, they're gonna forget about how successful, and they're it was gonna the scrap time. it and move forward. It, it, wait for it, wait for it. We loved it for what it was. You know, you know, I have a hard time dealing with you when you're right, but I think you're right on this. It one. was good for what it was, but don't get don't get too emotionally attached to this format because it's going to it's going to change. It's going to change. Well, that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but that's just how it is. Because in the grand scheme of things, what do we care about? Playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Playoffs and getting to and you got you got guys on the on on the All Star. Like these are a lot of these guys are on good teams. True. And teams these, that are really vying for and a these chip. These dudes were balling hard. Look, what if something happened to Kawhi? Oh. See what I mean? Think of like think about teams that are just they're donezo. Yeah. If if they if their All Star gets Kawhi hard. pops his ACL on the All Star game, people are going to be called. Yeah. And look at how hard they're play- like they're acting like they it was a playoff doing, game. They were going exceptionally hard. Loved it. Don't get me wrong, but eventually, I don't see. I don't see that they're able to maintain that over a period of time. Dang I just right. don't. I just don't. Jeez. Okay. It's why the All Star games were trash in the first place with them not playing defense because they're trying to rest. They're not trying to get hurt doing this. It's an right. exhibition game. That's true. Yeah, I mean, Dang, it's, man, it's like Boogie Cousins in a pickup game in the summer. Oh, don't. That's too soon, Walker. Too soon? Yeah. I heard he may come back uh, later this year. I don't care if he comes back. I just need you to relax. I'm just saying, dude. I get it. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> anyway, what you what you got, Walker? Um, you you opened up the recording talking about uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich, correct? Yes. Um, well, Colonel Sanders says, "Well, don't forget about us in okay. KFC. KFC this week is set to unveil." Their chicken sandwich. Word? But get this, Walker. Not Uh only is it deep fried and crispy like your favorite Popeyes is. Right? Your buns are donuts. Okay. Discuss or trash? Trash. What's next? (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yep. We're trashing it. Um... Like the setup there? I like that. Uh, Let's talk about D-Wade. Oh, yeah, let's talk about D Wade and yeah. and Z- his son Zion. Yeah, who is now being referred to as Zaya. Okay, okay. Uh, we've known for a while that that D Wade's um, son was gay, right? Or identified as gay. In fact, I think well, it was it last year or maybe the year before that we saw D Wade and Gabrielle Union with Zion. At a pride parade Okay Um, So they've been very supportive Well recently I think D-Wade was on Ellen And he talked about Zion Doing research And 
and revealing to the family that Zion wants to be change change the pronoun from him to her, he to she. Like now it's a she. She wants to be known as their daughter and and choose to go by the name Zaya. Okay. So the family's been supportive of it. Her brothers have been supportive of it, which is great because she's going to need all the support she needs. Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, this, of course, drew a lot of open criticism. Um, discuss the trash. We're going to discuss this. Okay. Thoughts? Um, you want to get into the clip first and we take our thoughts from there? So, Lil Boosie, uh, what, what really made this story go was that Lil Boosie came out and was it, was it Insta? Was oh, it Insta Live? I, I don't. It, it was you, on social media. I didn't media. know about it before we got gotcha. here today. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So we have a snippet. It's not the full minute of his clip, and we have to caution you. It's uh, you may want to put the children away because um, it's 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 boosy. So it's going to be pretty um, spicy. So here's a clip. I gotta say something about this shit, bro. Dwayne Wade, you gone too fucking far, dog. That is a male, a twelve year old. At twelve, they don't even know. They don't even know what their next meal gonna be. They don't. Even, they don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything at sixteen, and fall in love with her. But his dick be gone. How you gonna? Like, bro, that's it's, it's, you going too far, <laughs> dog. Don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, bro, for real. If he gonna be gay, let him be gay. But don't cut his dick off, bro. I Why mean, don't words from Boozy. Don't <laughs> cut it off, bro. <laughs> That's a male. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's don't a lot cut here. it off. Okay, don't okay. cut it off. Seriously, there's a lot here, Walker. You think? Um, I've had my thoughts about this whole situation. React. I'm a father of two, two, two young men that you know of. <laughs> that I know of. Well played, <laughs> sir. Um, and I can't help but put myself and D-Wade shoes in this particular situation, if either one of my boys were to come to me and say, hey, this is what I identify with. Right. I can go on the record by saying, while I can't speak speak on that because I haven't gone through that, I was okay with everything D-Wade was doing mm -hmm. up until this point. Why? Um. Okay, so... so my my inner hype beast is really making sense of what Boosie said. Do we know if physically D Wade's going to approve the removal of Zaya's uh, sexual organs? We don't know, but I, I I don't know. I just I, I, I in my mind I can't get I can't get away from the fact of gosh, and this is going to sound so limiting. You came here with these tools. Yes, society says these tools mean you're this, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's a notion that I believe in, but I don't think it's a strong. I, mean, I think it's a strong notion that's not going to be able to be changed if my son were to come to me and say, "Well, I don't really think I'm that," because to me, being being as spiritual as I am, to me, what he's essentially telling me is, "Daddy, I think God made a mistake." Okay. And that's not a narrative that I support. <clears throat> hmm. So okay. 
Am I deny, would I deny him of his right to say what he identifies as? Not gonna deny him of that. Identify with whatever you want to. But if you're, if you're an adolescent under our roof and you're wanting to take this to the full extent in terms of removing things, Okay. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for me to really support that. Okay. Was that? No, no, that's. I'm sure? going to cut it off there. I see what you did. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> don't, but don't cut it off, bro. That's a male. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that all day. Um, dude, I, okay. I, I have a lot of takes. Okay. A lot of takes. Let's hear them. I care as about as much about this with them as I did when Gabrielle Union announced that she was part of the booty eating gang a few years back. I remember that. I, I I didn't ask for that then. Right. I'm not asking for this now. But I did find out that that D Wade has a documentary coming out. It's, it premieres tonight. It premieres tonight. Yes. Is it ESPN. ESPN. Okay. You don't even have to have plus for this. So what I think D Wade was doing was trying to get ahead. Because it 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 dives into his life and his family, and what you're probably going to do is see them calling the son Zaya, which would have left a lot of questions about why were they calling them Zaya, his daughter, whatever. You're going to see the natural like this is what they've been doing for a while. It, it wasn't like this was an announcement per se. I think this had to do with D Wade trying to get ahead of. A lot of the steam and fuss made about whatever's going to come out in the documentary, which, to my my opinion, I felt like he just should have let it rode because it would have drew more, drew more people to the documentary. True, but him wanting to be sensitive to his daughter and whatnot, he wanted to get out ahead of it. That's how this came about. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, I don't really uh, whatever they choose to do with their child is of okay. no consequence to me. Sure. Like they didn't ask me what I felt about it. Um, they still don't care what I think about it. What if that's if everyone I feel okay, back to the booty eating part with the Gabrielle Union. If D Wade's cool with it and Gabrielle loves it, y'all, rock y'all out. Yeah. Rock out. If everyone's cool with this, if everyone's on board with this, rock out. All right? All right. Now, as it pertains to Boosie. Mm. Let's, let's deal with the boosy part of it. Um, I, I feel that with boosy, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you just need a better courier <laughs> to deliver a message. What do you mean, Walker? Okay, <laughs> because again, you want you want to deliver a message, but it. it I struggle with this when we get on the, on, on this podcast and, and give our opinions about things. Sure. I want to come from a place of credibility. And if I don't feel I'm credible, I will acknowledge that. If that makes sense. Right. I'm just sharing how I feel about something. Um, he lacked a lot of credibility. Number one, you're giving an opinion about something that you already are ignorant to. Mm-hmm. D way was talking about identification he wasn't talking about gender gender uh, correction. Okay. He wasn't talking about surgery. They're just ident. She is just identifying. She's choosing to identify as a female. They're not fixing to have surgery right now on this on on this girl. Oh, They're key, not doing that. The key two words there were right now. Dude, I don't even know if there's a doctor that's that's doing that on children. This is a broad globe we live on, Walker. 
Uh, okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. I, uh, if you're willing to risk your license and, and all of that for this, then have at it. But I just don't know of many doctors that would do that on a 12-year-old. Okay? I just don't think so. I But but again, no one said anything about removing genitals. Does he reach there? He reached. Yeah, okay. okay. Can we acknowledge that? That's fair. Okay. Then number two, reason why I speak of credibility on Boosie's part is because this is the same guy who for his son's 14th birthday was going to find a bad B-I-T-C-H, Boosie's words, and have her perform fellatio on her son, on his son. Okay. Hmm. That's questionable behavior for your child. Highly. Now, there's a lot to unpack there. What is a bad bitch? Is it is it a grown woman? That's a pro- that's problematic, yeah. right? If it's a child, why would you prefer to her? You see what yeah. I'm saying? It's just yeah. it, it, it gets a little sticky with you too. You're not really credible to be making that point right. or that argument because right. you're doing questionable things with your child. Okay, right? Well played, sir. Okay, so I understand the concern. If it were me, because me and my wife had this conversation this past week, there's two things. There's two. There's two approaches to this, right? As it pertains to how my child is feeling, that's where we, me, we, me being me and my wife, would have to deal with our child on. We would have to have constant conversations. We'd have to research certain things. Like we, we would have to have talks about this, right? Baby, how you feeling? How, why do you feel like we have to kind of, un- kind of like how we do in our talks. Like we got to unpack some stuff. Yeah. How long have you been feeling this way? Right. We, we, let's, let's do some more research. Cause apparently Zaya have, have been doing some research and wanted to be the, okay, what are you finding? Okay. Can we read it? Can we get, have access to what you, we need to look at this right. and then let's all come together and talk. Let's talk through what you're feeling in your emotions. And I think that's something previous generations have missed it with their children. They really didn't care. It was like what I say goes. Like they really didn't give credence to what a child was feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we want to deal with the child's feelings. We want to deal with what's going on inside of them, because as parents, we have an obligation to protect you. Mm-hmm. Number one. Right. Right. Which means just if it's me and my wife, we're just not going to have access to the same type of lifestyle that Zaya is going to have access to. Gabby and D Wade can protect Zaya from a lot just by putting her in certain environments. Right. Could you imagine just having your child in public school and them feeling that way? Oh yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a different, it's different when it comes to regular everyday folks. Right. Right. Cause D Wade and Gabrielle <laughs> union, they can just protect Zaya from a lot of stuff now granted you got the world wide web out there sure can't protect her from that but there are you can't put them in certain environments where they can be free to be themselves sure i don't think i wouldn't allow my 12 year old child to make that decision that this is what i'm going to be okay here's why you just look at society there's a lot of things we don't allow 12 year olds to do true they can't get a job they can't consent to sexual acts or romantic or romantic acts with they an can't adult. Buy a six six pack of beer. They can't buy a beer. They can't drive a car. Some twelve year olds you can't leave at the house by themselves. Ooh, good point. You see what I'm saying? You can't do all these things. I'm going to trust you to make a decision as to what a life changing decision as to what your gender is going to be. No, no, <laughs> no. You can't, you can't even drive to Popeyes and get me a chicken sandwich. Yeah, no, you, yeah, right. no. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> not so, legally, at least not legally, right? And if and and again, that rolls back on me as a parent. 
Right? So if we can judge parents for allowing 12-year-olds to make decisions that they shouldn't, shouldn't by law, not required to make, then why would I allow my child to make that decision? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But we can deal with how my child is feeling. Like, I'm still engaged in what's going on with you. My thing is this. As I'm raising a child, I'm instilling things in them that's going to prepare them for, for adulthood. How to make critical decisions despite your emotions and feelings. Now, you become a young adult and you decide that this is what you want to be. We still love you. You can make that decision, but you can't make that at 12. Right. You see what I'm saying? And so that's how I feel about it. If that was my child. But if that's their child, go ahead. You go forth. Hmm. None of the Wades know me. None of them (laughs) ask for me. None of them ask my opinion. Right. Go right on ahead if it makes all of y'all collectively happy. Go right for it. Sure. So that's all I got on that, man. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, your turn. Uh, I'm all out. You're all out. Yeah. Okay. Well, back to me. <laughs> um, Snoop apologized for his comments. Uh, let's Discussed talk. Th- let's talk about this. So you did hear about this, right? I did not. You did not hear about it, Walker. I've been in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. This happened the week prior. You was not in Fort Walton Beach last week. I mean, two weeks ago. Where was I then? Under a rock. Oh, okay. It's- Wearing on the cloud shoes. <laughs> shoes. Not as bad as you think. <laughs> Being under a rock? No, the shoes. Oh no, <laughs> it's bad. No, uh, I should have played played a clip for you then. Well, Snoop apologized for, and apparently he 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 spoke to his mom reaching out to him about because I don't know if we got a chance to play the clip with him. No. Um, but of course he was he was very angry when after the interview that Gail King did with Lisa Leslie. And just upset at the fact that there are a lot of people who are not black doing similar things. And yet you choose to highlight one of our heroes or one of that to point out his his accusation. Right. And after that, he just leashed, just laid into her, called her out her name. And that's where the story kind of took off. A lot of people reacting to Snoop reacting to Gail. Right. Um. I think his mom reached out to him and he actually issued an apology. He okay. mentioned that he was raised better than that. Um, you know, he apologized for what he said and that he was hoping, paraphrasing, hoping he could sit down with Gail at some point to kind of have Smooth a face to face. Um, Gail, Gail actually accepted his apology. Um, she accepted his apology in, in, a, in, in, I'll, I'll look it up for you. It's, she says basically it was never her intention to add pain over Kobe Bryant's death. Basically. Okay. Well, we knew that. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, I mean, I'm glad Snoop apologized. Uh, I, I don't really have much more to add there. I mean, I wish I would like for Gail to apologize to the Bryant family. Uh, okay. You know what I'm going with that? So I didn't get a chance to fully develop my my whole point, even though I made a lot of points. I went back and listened to that interview with Lisa Leslie. Do you know what she referred to Kobe's accuser as? What? In her pushback? What? She called her a victim. Oh. Now, we're talking about... No, I didn't hear that part. We're talking about rape, right? Right. If it's a rape case or a rape allegation and there's a victim, what does that make Kobe? 
the what do you call the other person? Oh, uh, in this case, the rapist. Yeah, but there's a victim and some. There's another form. perpetrator. Oh, but yeah, we'll use that one. Okay, I'm thinking of another term, but I just can't get to it. But yeah, okay. Uh, you you can't have a victim if there's no rapist, right? Right, right. right. So she essentially called Kopi a rapist. Am I reaching? No, no, I'm with you. Am you're, I reaching? You're, you're, you're okay. Okay. If there's no proof for this, Gad, if you don't have, unless you, unless Gail knows something that the general public doesn't have access to. Which I doubt. Okay. If she doesn't have proof or evidence of that, is that okay. still journalism? Or are you pushing a narrative? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. You're pushing she, in there. I, I dare. I want you to go back and listen to this interview. Okay. It was when Lisa Leslie said that this was handled in court, and Gail pushed back again the second time and said, "But that was because the victim never showed up in court." Victim. She's a victim, Gail. Is this something you want to tell us? You know something yeah. we don't. I would say the victim did show up in court. If you catch my drift, I'm with you. I'm with you, but that she was not talking about that victim. Hmm. She's not talking about that victim. So for you to call that man that, and there's no proof, days after his untimely death, days, days, he went. He's not even in dirt yet. Hmm. Days after his death, oh well, he is. I'm saying he when wasn't in the dirt Sorry. yet. Sorry. Okay, at that time, right. But I'm saying for you to do that then You need forget me Who am I right Just a little fan who loves basketball You need to apologize to Vanessa Bryant And his daughters And extended family and close friends Of Kobe Bryant That was reckless That was flagrant Now if Snoop can swallow his pride And Snoop been calling women out, out their name since the <laughs> 90s If he can recognize That I said what I what I said At the end was wrong You should be able to do the same Yeah well yeah I definitely yeah, I definitely agree with that Still waiting Gail Still waiting You'll be waiting for a while too Which is sad Oh is it back to me Yeah okay yeah. Um, like we're playing Uno You want to talk about Bloomberg Oh. <laughs> hey, I only, I only do because I can tell you want to. Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So yesterday, my wife and I we spent time washing our car. Okay. Both our cars, right? We did it together, right? Yeah. I mean, we got we. Oh, you should have seen. You should. I want you to see my car now when we go outside. Okay. That car is clean. My wife cleaned the inside of it. I cleaned the outside of it. Not bad. We did her car. But neither one of those vehicles got washed as good as Bloomberg did on the debate stage on Thursday. <laughs> Oof, they buffed him right on off that stage. By they, you mean Bernie? Elizabeth Warren? Oh, oh they got into him. Oh, they got into him. Now, you've seen the Bloomberg ads, right? Yes, how can you miss them? They've been everywhere, right? So, you, you know, he was he wasn't able to be on the debate stage because they have quote unquote rules okay. for the candidates. So I think one of the rules that they recently changed was getting um, you're supposed to have X amount of dollars coming in from donors. Well, Bloomberg doesn't need that because he's a multi-billionaire. He sure. basically funded his own ads and whatnot. Right, right. Right. So because of that stipulation, he wasn't allowed on the debate stage where well, they changed that rule recently. 
to allow him on. Oh, and so that's how we got our first cra- or the his running his opponents got their first crack at him on the debate stage. <laughs> and uh he drowned. He drowned. Oh yeah, cuz they talk I guess there was allegations of 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 uh uh, uh sexual um Inappropriate sexual behavior, like on the part of employees on on at his job, he no had said some way. things inappropriate that offended women, and there was complaints about that. Like women was forced to sign uh, NDAs and stuff like like yeah, it, it got it got a little messy okay. for him. And my thing is this: he need it, the amount of money he's spending for his ads. He needs to spend that on on his his debate team. And prep team (laughs) Because as much dirt that Biden has uh, Dirt I've heard about Bernie All this stuff You mean to tell me that they're going to Overlook those two guys and come at you That's kind of hypocritical A little bit And so my thing is you you have to know even with the stop and frisk stuff like you have to know these things are coming you're the you're the cowboy who's coming over the you're the first cowboy coming over the hill right you know the you you should know that the arrows are coming right right you look you look like a deer in headlights now i didn't see it but i saw clips of it and okay. i was like oof he is drowning wow. like yeah so i you know i don't know where he goes from here um that was last tuesday this last thursday, thursday. this past thursday okay uh, no, Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Okay. Sorry. Cause that, Sorry. Yeah, because I can recall some people talking about it. I Oof. Just, yeah. Oof. Interesting. Mm. Mm. You think he's got a shot? No. Okay. No. No. I think. I think. Um, no, I don't think he has a shot. Okay. I don't think he has a shot just because of, I, I'm looking at the poll, like who's polling. And I just don't I don't see him cracking the top three. You know okay. who the top three is. Warren, Sanders, and Biden. Biden. What about your what about your guy? Who? Boog Bugovic? Budajic? Budajic, yeah. Um, no, he was like top four or five. Okay. Somewhere in there, but I don't see him cracking the top three. Okay. okay. And you had a lot of people have since dropped off. Yeah. yeah. Um so no, I think they're starting to they're starting to narrow it down to to those three. Okay. Um Buttigieg may hang in there. He may hang in there. I think he's the first one out. Uh, <laughs> We're talking about okay. turning seating. Nice. Um but yeah, no, he he it was it was a rough it was a rough day at the park. Dang. For for Bloomberg, okay, his dollars can save him on that debate stage. <laughs> so, um, all right. I was going to mention the NAACP Image Awards was last night, hosted by Anthony Anderson, someone that you mirror your life after on the show Blackish. <laughs> um, I may be obsessed. You didn't see it, didn't hear about didn't it, even didn't know. even know what was going on. Yes. So, shall we trash that? I don't want to trash it, but trash. not much. Okay. Okay. You want to talk about the coronavirus? Something we've never discussed. You want to talk about this man-made disease? Not typically. So we discuss the trash. Trash. All right. As long as you don't get it. All right, man. <laughs> um, shall we move on? Sure. Let's close out. Let's okay. close out. All right, guys. Um, I fired Gatry from announcing this segment, but this segment is where we shout out people who are doing dope things. And the Player of the Week award goes out to the person who's played themselves within the past week. But we're doing something special. I think this is going to be our last recording of the month of February. 
So right. So what I would like to do for Black History Month is shout out someone who's actually making Black History or has made Black History. Okay. That our listeners may be familiar with or may not be. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I've got a great candidate for that, Walker. If I may start off. Please do. Um, Have you heard of the Black News Channel? The Black News Channel? Yeah. No. All right. Well, you'll be excited to hear that uh, this channel launched the the second week of February. And this this is pretty much in CNN or Fox News, but with black people controlling the narrative um i know this is i know i when i saw this i thought of you because i know this is something that has been on your pulse for a while and um i'm pleased to announce that uh not only has a black news channel launched but it is available if you're a spectrum tv subscriber it's available there and um if you have to happen to be in an xfinity x1 service area you can get that channel too but hold, hold the phone walker um, they are expanding their reach to Sling, which I'm a customer of, and Roku. So uh, they say later later this year. Okay. So they're targeting 100 million households by the end of this rollout this year. And um, this this is this is something I know you and I have talked about, but to to man to see it happen, and at least from the I haven't seen any of their content obviously because I, I'm not a, a Spectrum TV subscriber, but just to kind of see their layout and see what they're talking about. This is something that I think is going to serve our community very well. So um, my shout out goes to the Black News Channel. Many of you in um, the Alabama area or state, especially the Birmingham area, um are very well familiar with this person but if you don't live in the state of alabama and you happen to be listeners of our podcast uh, i want to shout out a guy um who basically is is beloved in our city um he's no longer alive but uh from a black history standpoint this guy embodies it um, I'm referring to Arthur George Gadsden, um, known affectionately mm. as A.G. Gadsden. Icon. Um, from Demopolis, Alabama, born D- on July 4th. Demop, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know he got started off working in the mines? Coal I mines? had no idea. So he... Talk and, about and, and, and I love and Right, right. <laughs> so he started selling lunches to fellow miners. Again, he just I, again, I, and I'm reading a book on on his life too. Okay, um, so I'm really kind of just been like full on because I, I love to get in the mind of people who changed their communities, yeah. and made a difference. And I love people who see a need and is like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna create. I'm gonna feel that need. It's not that I'm trying to be an entrepreneur. I'm just feeling a need. Right. Right. So he starts selling lunches to his his. Um, is to minors and he he branched out into loaning money to them at 25% interest. So he, like, granted minors needed money. I guess they wouldn't get paid enough and they had needs. So he he set up something where he was loaning, I don't even know how he got that to work, but he was loaning people money basically like a bank. Oh wow. Um for for people at at an interest. Um he off. He also because you know the mines were dangerous. 
um, that there were a lot of deaths, mm. that sort of, you know, people just, you know, working long hours, living short lives. He saw that there were a lot of people who would die, but the, the families weren't able to take care of funeral arrangements and they didn't have the money. Again, you got to think of the times we're yeah, in. Yeah, This guy came up with the idea of selling burial insurance to the families of miners and, and, and my, yeah, coal miners. Right. Right. And so, um, so he just started, he just started just coming up with like, he formed the, the, uh, Booker T Washington burial insurance company in 1923, uh, which basically became the Booker T Washington insurance company. Like he, he, mm. he began to, renovate he renovated parks he he basically led to the development of what we known as kelly ingram park in Uh downtown birmingham okay um he basically started funeral like he had funeral homes he had motels and what i liked about his businesses is that not only was he a staunch businessman but behind the scenes you know how I talk about how it's important to be just establish businesses so we can then impact political, make political impacts. Yes. He housed your Martin Luther Kings when they were coming to town. Like he, one of his home hotel or motels were being like bombed because people were trying to kill civil rights leaders who he was housing. So he had property where people would meet up in the civil rights era to strategize like he was he was funding and providing space for people to do their thing even though he wasn't necessarily on the front lines he was aligning himself with civil rights leaders and supporting them and providing them things that they needed yeah so i again i loved how this guy was providing a service to his community and 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 addressing legitimate issues and needs that people had well at the same time supporting seeing also the big picture in terms of civil rights and lending a hand because he had the uh, the capability to lending a hand as opposed to being on the front lines like we see we see the shuttles worse we see we see those guys locked arm in arm marching and doing those things and those things are great but those guys need support and you and you're not going to get that that support from white businessmen you got it from the ag gassons of the world Mm. and so the reason why i want to shout him out is that yes he's very beloved in our city but i don't think people truly know and i'm i'm just I'm at the tip of the iceberg learning about this guy and what he stood for. So I want to shout out A.G. Gaston as my black history shout out for this month. I had no idea of half of that stuff that you said. I'm blown away. Staunch businessman. Staunch. Staunch. And a legacy that's really living on. I envy that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, again, I see great people and I'm like, I'm starting to read books about them yeah. because I, I mean, I, I want to be dope. Like I want to be remembered like that. I want to have a legacy like that. So I just want to know like, what, what were you, what were you thinking? Like, right. how did you get, how did you backdoor did into you this? Was thoughts? it, yeah. you know what I mean? That's, that's so good yeah. Stuff. Yeah, man. So yeah. All right. Who All played right. themselves? Well, Walker, we'll wrap this up with some foolishness. You're, um, if I can go first. You are not going to believe my player of the week. Who's your player of the week? Um, you know what? You know what? Oh boy. 
I'm going to just get to the clip. All right. Usually been empty this afternoon. While it could just be the usual flow of business, some of the customers we spoke to this afternoon say they believe that video has a lot to do with it. This video at the Greenville Wendy's on Lafayette has been making its rounds on social media. See a shirtless man in the sink inside the restaurant's kitchen. Another person in uniform throws something into the sink and yells, Wash yourself. Yes, Walker, the look on your face is exactly how I dreamed this up. Wendy's is at it again. This is a different person? <laughs> this is a different person, different Wendy's. This happened on Valentine's Day. Fam, I heard, <laughs> listen, I heard about this story and I dismissed it. I dismissed it because I was like, No. That has to be the same story. You are like me in thinking there can't be two people walking this earth who think that this is a good idea in the same establishment. Different locations, but same same establishment, same business. Yes, Walker. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm going Wendy to, strikes again. Wendy strikes again. <laughs> So yeah, this one happened in Michigan. Let me see what city it is. I can't see what city it is. But this one happened in a Wendy's in Michigan. Um, in similar fashion as we talked about last year, an employee was coerced into taking a bath in the sink of the Wendy's kitchen. Only difference here, Walker, is I guess the aggressors or encouragers in this in this matter were also caught on video. And while this young man, as you could hear on the clip, was saying that the sink feels like a hot tub, <laughs> you can hear the encouragers egg him on by throwing, throwing other cooking utensils in the sink with him and encouraging him to wash himself. <laughs> so what this resulted in, Walker, is not only in none of these none of these men are named. I think I think it's funny that. And I'm I'm playing this card, so please forgive me. I think it's funny with the situation last year. We had a young black male who was fully identified, but we have two young white males here who have not been identified, which is really, really crazy. Um, I do have Paul Cash 2 as a handle for the TikTok that this video was on. But um I'm done. Yeah. Um, so I guess the justice in this is Wendy's has gone on to fire both of the employees uh, depicted in the video. The one who was in the sink? The one who's in the sink and the one that was uh, encouraging him to wash himself while throwing other kitchen utensils in the sink um, <laughs> with the man in Why the Why would you put that on TikTok? <laughs> no idea. We, we live in a bored society, obviously. Our, our, we, have a cor we have a third correspondent. We have a correspondent, a tipping point correspondent. Uh, you know him from formerly of the Nickelodeon show Ren and Stimpy. Um, he has he has two words to describe their actions. You idiots! I, you, why why would you put that on? <sighs> okay, Walker, I couldn't believe this. And and like you, when I saw it, I was like, I wonder why they're rehashing this from last year. And then I I drilled in. I'm reading similar content. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I looked at the date, and I was like, crap, that does say 2020. So you, you know, Walker. I'm starting to think this may be some weird Wendy's hazing type of thing. And it's just now being brought to light thanks to social media. That's just just my thoughts. Wendy my bike. Thoughts. <laughs> 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 Run it bike, Wendy. So yeah, um, you two two guys, Paul Cash, if that is your name. Y'all, you and the other guy, y'all played yourselves, man. Been that's, here, done that. That's hilarious. Whatever. So yeah. 
So my uh, player of the week goes out. I can't. I'm gonna butcher. I'm gonna butcher her name. But it's Solani Katarpal of Jackson Township. I don't know where that is. Sounds like a bad disease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> sound like coronavirus. <laughs> um. So she got arrested. She got arrested okay. uh, recently this past week. And she is facing a fourth degree felony charge. Okay. You want to know what she's got uh, a felony charge for again? Of course I do. It's it's for disrupting public services. Now, here's where you're looking at me in puzzle, just puzzle. Like, how do you disrupt public services? Okay. She kept calling 911. Okay. Um, she kept calling 911 and citing an emergency to which 911 warned this person the first time is that that's not an emergency, ma'am. Okay. Um, only use 911 for emergencies. Right? Sure. Okay. That happens. I mean, kids play around on the phone. You give them a warning, right? Yeah. Um, she calls back a few hours later and is belligerent with cops. I mean, with, with 911. Like, no, this is an emergency. I need you to come to the house now. So they come to the house and uh, arrest her. Okay. Now, here's what you asked a million dollar question What was she calling the cops for? Okay. Because if she's in distress, it has to be an emergency, sure, right? Sure. This woman. Who happens to be 36 years of age. Oh my goodness. Call the cops on her parents because they cut off her phone, her, her cell phone. They disconnected Walker. her cell phone service. Walker. Yes. And for her, that was an emergency. That was, that was grounds for calling the police on her parents. Now, here's an intelligent question. Okay. Let's just say that nine, the 911, 911 agreed with Saloni and and felt like you know what you're right <laughs> that is a crime we'll be right there to pick them up if your parents are in jail who's going to turn back on your phone service because clearly you're not responsible enough to do it hmm? who's going to do that Gat? talk about not thinking it through you have a question I have a question sure how was she able to call I guess they had a, I guess they had a landline or she used someone's phone and that a what? She used a house phone. This, oh, what you you? <laughs> Forgive me. Sorry, she's one of you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, send them to jail. Great, yeah. Good riddance to them. And you're you still, still don't have a phone. That. You still, still don't have, phone have a cell phone. Service. Now, apparently she, again, I'm thinking she has to be suffering from some form of mental health issue. Oh, yeah. Has to be. She's crying out. Has to be. Right? Right? Right. But I have to ask the the parents, it took you 36 years (laughs) to realize maybe we shouldn't be enabling this person. Right. Right? Right? Right. This This is what 36 years of enabling gets you, basically. But to why? where this sense of entitlement to where I'm going to call the cops on my parents, not because they're endangering my life, not because they're breaking a law. You cut off my cell phone service. Yeah. 
So she's now uh, supposed to be in court soon. But they the, they really arrested her. She kept calling back nine one one and then being belligerent with them. They gave her a warning yet. Stop calling. And she called back and was even more off the chain. And I'm assuming she was calling them and giving what she thought was the emergency. Yes. Okay. And they okay. told her it, ma'am, nine one one is for emergencies. <laughs> Don't call back unless you have a real emergency. Wow. To which she called back and said no. You the one got it twisted. <laughs> My cell phone is off and mom and dad did it. I need you to come get them. 36. 36 Walker. Not 6, 36. Oh. So uh Salone, you you pl- clearly going to have a lot of time on your hands and you're not going to have much to do cuz you don't have a phone. <laughs> Gee whiz. If you're ever uh Well, the- she does get the one phone call. <laughs> <laughs> They shouldn't call Verizon. (laughs) Works them out. I don't know. (laughs) Goodness gracious, man. That's my player of the week. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. What else you got, man? Uh, I think that's all I got, Walker. Well, everyone, we would like to thank you. Uh, Tipping Point is back better than ever. Thank you for tuning in for another great week. Uh, We hope that you have a great week and uh, blessings. Peace to each and every one of you. Thanks for listening. This is the Tipping Point Podcast.